hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids, but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun! Fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hello, friends. I'm here on this cold, rainy day. It's so beautiful. The clouds are just kind of streaming across the sky, big, white, fluffy clouds. And then you can see blue sky beyond it. So beautiful. And we are so thankful for the rain. We have been in a drought forever because we live in California and it's just how it works. It's usually a drought (laughs) and every once in a while we get some rain. It almost feels like a desert, but not quite. So we are super excited that it is raining here and it is a bit crazy because we don't usually get rain. So the kids are loving it. People are driving crazy, all that kind of stuff. But I'm hoping that we get more rain this season since it started so early and then people will kind of settle in and be fine. Today, I am super excited to jump on in with you and give you some practical tools to help keep you calm in the midst of chaos, right? Oh, We as moms face insanity and chaos about 99.99999% of the time in our day. It goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down, especially when our kids are present. If they're at school, maybe far less, I'd say. But somebody is always unhappy about something. Someone's feelings gets hurt. Their physical body ailments. There's wants and needs and desires that are not met. Expectations are too high. Something just did not work out for one kid, many kids, some kids, all kids. (laughs) Anger has ensued. Tempers have escalated. Another child hits another one. All those things, right? Somebody pokes somebody's buttons and makes them frustrated and then they blow oh we've seen it time and time again right and then they're like the cute fun moments where everybody's playing together and it's perfect and it's good and you're wondering how long that's gonna last and then poof somebody gets mad at somebody else and there it goes the peace and the serenity that you felt a couple minutes ago is out the window So how do we stay calm when our children are screaming and angry and chaotic? Wouldn't we like to know? We know that we as moms have so much power. We have the power to escalate a situation 
and we have the power to calm a situation. So how do we stay calm as our heart is racing and our emotions are starting to take over? Well, here you go. I have 10 practical tools that you can put in your mama toolbox or your tool belt, whichever you prefer, and help in that insane moment or situations or longer periods of time. (laughs) So let's dig on in. Grab a paper or something to take notes or your phone. All those are good practical things. Number one take a deep breath. It really might sound kind of silly, but in the moment it allows you to calm yourself down and that you can get out of fight or flight. You can start being able to think clearly about the situation, to think logically about it, to figure out if this is really necessary, if what you're fighting about or what they're fighting about is really a huge problem but to just take a deep breath. It'll help calm you down in the situation and react in a logical, easy way that will help everyone or just the people involved or just you go and take a time out. Maybe walk away and come back, walk to another room, walk outside, hop out of the car and walk around the car, be outside of your house, go in the garage, all those kinds of things. Now, even when my kids were really little, I would take just a minute to walk to another room and take a deep breath. And that was all I needed to just kind of get calm and regain control of the situation. And so even if your kids are super little, they're not going to die or just stick one in a crib or in a bouncer or something like that. Walk away for a minute and then come back. Because sometimes you just need a little sanity. So take a little time out. This doesn't have to be super long. It doesn't have to be super short. Sometimes we will separate our kids and forcibly make them, or we usually tell them, and they're pretty good, of they need to go somewhere else and cool down. This is not working Everybody is getting more frustrated. We need to separate and take a little time out and then come back together. So that is a huge one. Number one, taking a deep breath. Number two is taking a time out. Number three is tagging out. Now, as a parent, sometimes it's easier or harder to tag out. But this would be when you are mentally done, when you have used up all your patience, you have used up all your energy, you've used up all your nice words, and you are going to break. You're going to say something that you regret. You're going to get angry and frustrated because you're already at the tipping point. And so you grab your spouse or walk over to your spouse or call them any of those things And usually it helps when somebody's near you, but just to tag them and to tag out to say, I'm all done. I need 10 minutes. I'm all done. I often go upstairs and start doing laundry by myself where I can just fold the laundry. Nobody's yelling at me. I can just take a minute. So those kind of things just to say, I'm done. I just need a break. And so the next person will hop on in, tag out, tag in. 
this works if your spouse is at home. It would work usually when my husband would come home from work. Sometimes I would warn him as he was coming home. I'm going to need tag out when you get home. You're going to be on deck for taking care of the kiddos. I'm done for a few minutes. And I'd text him that or make sure that he knew before he got home. So he knew what he was kind of in for. Or it could happen during the day. Now that he's working from home, as I said, he can realize that a bit more. Or if I really had to tag out while he was working, I could. But it just means that you tag off the clock for a little. That you're not in charge of keeping them alive. That you just take a little deep breath. So number one, as we said, is deep breath. Number two is take a time out. Number three is tag your spouse or someone near you so that you can take a time out. Number four is to focus on one decision to slow down and focus and make one decision at a time. I found this was super helpful. So if people are screaming and things escalate and the younger one pushes the older one's buttons and the older one reacts and punches the younger one, not saying that this has ever happened before, just a scenario, then (laughs) the focus would be to sit them down, to take a deep breath, And to find out why they hurt one another, what was happening in that situation, and to work on resolving that one problem. So one problem at a time, making one decision at a time is super helpful because when you're bombarded by like 15 decisions of what are we going to have for dinner and he hit me and I grabbed this and my finger hurts and all these other things, it's hard for your brain to concentrate on solutions for each of those problems. So you have to kind of triage as far as which problem is the biggest, which one do I need to give attention to right at this exact moment? and then go for the other one. Now, sometimes that means that maybe somebody else who thought their problem or the thing you should be talking to them about, your attention was deserved on their end first before you dealt with another problem. So sometimes I've run into that and I have to clarify, I really wanted to hear what you had to say, but I had to take care of this first. Now I'm ready to hear what you have to say. What were you telling me? What information did you want to give me? And sometimes they get angry and they say, oh, or other times they say fine and then they will repeat it. But usually you have to say, I'm sorry, I started helping this other problem. This other one was a little bit more intense and required action right away. But I'm coming back to listen to what you have to say. Number five is to play music. Now, I talked about this one before, but during dinner time, it usually gets super crazy with our kids. They tell funny stories. They drink out of straws and make bubbles in their milk. They play with their silverware. They pretend to squirt ketchup at each other. They try to grab each other's hands and almost knock over milk that they're drinking. They laugh so hard that they can't eat any of their dinner. I mean, it goes on and on. So knowing that dinner time is a bit crazy for my sanity, I love playing Christian music. I usually just play it off of our TV on Pandora. 
And then I've noticed if I hit the menu button a bunch of times that it goes to this beautiful nature background that it just kind of scrolls through different views of nature like Hawaii or the ocean or whales or stingrays or whatever else. So it is gorgeous. And just being able to have something else to concentrate my mind on, it is really helpful. It helps me to kind of put a little bit more perspective and sing songs and get the kids going of, look, Toby Mac is playing. They love Toby Mac. Or sometimes they break out in a dance party and then they'll sit back down and eat their food. But it just helps brighten my mood. So I know that playing music is a practical tip and tool of how I can help myself stay sane in the situation of crazy chaos. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you wanna gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. Number six is to set boundaries. This is a love and logic principle. I love love and logic. Love, love, love. But this one is about setting boundaries with what behavior you expect and what behavior you are okay with. Because you can change your action and behavior, but you can't change somebody else's. So you can say, I do not appreciate yelling and I do not respond to somebody who is yelling at me. Usually this is best done thinking about yourself as a princess, as if you had a tiara, and what a princess would accept. They don't accept somebody yelling at them or screaming at them or not asking politely. And they would respond to them in a kind way, quietly, not screaming back at them. So this is just using boundaries with your words of saying, oh, I would love to hear what you have to say, but I don't listen to people who yell at me. Or I would love to be able to get you what it sounds like you're requesting, but I didn't hear you ask very nicely. So setting boundaries with what you will do and what you will not do is super helpful. Number seven, it kind of comes into play to use your voice. You can use your voice as a princess to talk calmly, quietly, softly, to be empathetic. I'm so sorry you hurt your thumb. That does look like it hurts. I hope that will be better soon. Go ahead and eat your hot dog. And I do confess, I often use my voice at the beginning to gain control. And then I talk softly. (laughs) I have a tendency to yell at everybody to gain control. Once I get control, then I start calming everybody down. But I do often wonder what would happen if I started out more calm. 
So that is one that I am working on is using my voice more calmly and effectively, especially at the beginning when I'm trying to round everybody up. Number eight, giving your kids choices. Providing them with choices is huge. It helps them to feel empowered and that they have a say in this and that it's not just something being done to them, but you can easily find calm in the midst of chaos by asking your kids simple questions, ones that you do not care what they choose. So for example, you could say, do you want me to cut up that apple or are you going to cut up the apple? If you cut up the apple, please be careful with the knife. Or if you say, do you want me to put on your shoes or would you like to put on your shoes? We need to have shoes when we get out of the car. So it's those kind of things that that would be okay for your kids to make choices. And this is a love and logic principle of letting kids make a choice when it doesn't really matter the outcome. So each outcome is the same. Your kid's going to get their shoes on either way. But the choice is, would you like to do it or would you like me to do it? So you can find that often, even as kids get older of, okay, you have two choices. Would you like to clean up your room or would you like help in cleaning up your room? Would you like to move everything off the floor so that we can dust? Or would you like to do it yourself? All kinds of things. Number nine, say yes often. Say yes if you can. Figure out what you're really afraid of. For instance, yesterday I was really tired after taking trips back and forth to pick up kids, going to Costco, running around, all the things. So when my youngest one started going through the craft drawer and pulling out the craft table blanket and all the stuff, I kind of lost it because I was like, look, I'm too tired to be able to clean up all this stuff. But I realized that wasn't my goal to say no. I could easily say yes. Yes, you want to draw some. Yes, you want to just make a mess on the kitchen table. Yes, that's fine. So you have to figure out what are you saying yes to or what can you say yes to? Maybe there's something that you said, no, that just won't work. But why are you saying no? Is it because you're really afraid of having to clean everything up afterwards? And you don't have the energy or are you saying you can't do it because you think somebody's going to get hurt? Really examine your yes and your no. And I think that will help so much. Number 10 is my favorite it is to laugh a lot at the situation, at things that are happening. It's really hard to be mad at your kids when you're laughing at a joke that they just told or some inside scoop that they just connected with you. So laugh all the time, have fun, and that will definitely keep you a little bit more calm in a situation. Now that our kids are old enough, I have a feeling that I can connect with them a little bit more. We have an inside scoop where I could say a line from a movie and they would know and laugh. Or I can look at another sibling and say, oh, I don't think so. How much do you want to bet that this is going to happen? And they know it's kind of funny because they already know that that thing's going to happen about their brother or them or whatever. 
So if you can laugh, that is super key. These 10 practical tools will help put you in control and give you just a couple more rings on that tool belt and help you in those insane situations. Taking a deep breath, everyone taking a time out or just you, tagging out, tagging the next responsible adult and taking some time, focusing on one decision at a time, playing music that is uplifting to you and that is fun and uplifts your spirits, setting boundaries, using your voice wisely and calming to deflate the situation, to get the situation back down into control, giving your kids choices, giving them as many choices as you can so that they can feel empowered and in control. Help them to say yes often, to say yes, I do wanna build, can we build a fort in the garage? And you said, yep. Can we blow bubbles in our milk? Yes. Can we do this or that? Yes. So say yes as often as you can. And number 10, laugh a whole lot. Laugh at their jokes, laugh at yourself when you do something funny, laugh at something at school, all kinds of things. In the end, sometimes you need to calm everybody down and just do a quick prayer together and kind of restart your day. We've had days where we haven't even made it to nine o'clock, where everybody is screaming and crying and breaking down already. So in that sense, take a deep breath and have everybody close their eyes where they are. Thank God for what is happening at that moment and then just move on. Restart your day. We as moms and parents face insane surprise moments throughout our day. Surprise! Most people don't have coworkers that punch each other or scream or stomp. So it's almost like a superpower when you can bring calm and clarities to a situation. Now we know that we are not perfect by any means. There are times that I mentally pat myself on the back for a job well done as we go through Target and I have avoided a big scene of somebody crying and screaming. Or there are times when I know I could have acted better. There are times when I have to go ask my kids or my husband for their forgiveness. But by practicing these tools, they will give you sanity in those insane moments that are so difficult that move quickly or not so quickly. My prayer for you is that these tools would help you to practically move through your day and to deal with that chaos that every mom has all throughout your day in a surprise fashion. Oh, as always, please come hang out with us on the Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Leave a review or subscribe. We'd love to just hang out. If you need any extra personalized coaching one-on-one, come shoot me a Facebook message and let's connect. 
Now go have an amazing, busy, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks.